Welcome to what seriously actually will be the final Big Motor Small Blade podcast of the year. Um, I know I said that last week, but then our Lord and Savior Shane Van Gisbergen had to drop all the news. So, of course, he is the darling of the Big Motor Small Blade podcast, and we need to bump these numbers up right before we go off the air. So we're here to talk about Shane Van Gisbergen. Um, I'm Buddy Pulley. I'm Seth Dolby. I'm Chase Folsom. And I'm Peter Strada. And Buddy's taking a big swig. I was taking a swig of uh, of uh, Sunny D. Uh, as as per usual. I don't have dinner this time. I already ate. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Chuck is he's got a full belly. And no computer. And no computer. No yep. computer. Thank God. All he day. Have a cowboy All hat day. Anymore. Chuck couldn't be like, I don't have a computer on me. Yeah. Well, yeah. even if I was like, I don't have a computer on me, I couldn't get it because it's locked behind but three doors. You could have charged your phone. It's true. It's true. All right. So enough condemning Chuck. Let's get right into the shit. Um, I guess we'll we'll talk a little bit about the uh the other, I guess, driver announcements that there were. There were JGR announced like 755 guys are gonna drive their Xfinity cars next year. Um and then who else got announced? Uh, Lane Riggs yep, is running Lane the 38 Riggs. truck. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone. Noah Gregson. Uh, and Finger to CR7. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, and Noah. Okay, cool. Real quick. Uh, Grant to CR7. Um, I don't know anything about. Wait, CR7. Who drove that truck last year? Colby Howard. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's a pretty good truck. It is. He ran decent in it. I think he split in that truck in 2021, I think it was. Okay, I was I was wondering if that was the same truck he, he did that. All right, so he's got experience with the team. Good for Grant. Maybe we'll go for a 55th regular season championship, and maybe we'll be able to close it out this time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, who else? Uh, let's go Noah Gregson, Seth. Um, well, we know he had a bad year last year. And we know he's going into a bad car and a bad team. So I, I wouldn't look for much much different from Noah this year. I, I'll just be honest. I don't really think that's his fault. I think that's just kind of the situation here. Yeah. The big uh, X factor here, though, is the Mustang Dark Horse. We don't know if that'll be a big step forward for all the four teams. And if it is, then Stuart Haas could maybe get more closer to the front. See, this is why we bring Peter on. I was I was about to be like, just go all in on Stuart Haas racing being terrible. And then Peter's like, well, actually, <laughs> Chuck. I don't know. Was, that was definitely the worst kept secret in the garage for a couple months now. I just um, wonder how bad the uh, legacy cars really were at the beginning of the year. And if they really got that much better after he was out of the car or if he was just that bad in the car um i think eric jones if you look at his performance will kind of put that it's, pr- it's probably telling but who knows it, it's hard to say if he would have improved any when the team improved yeah. because we didn't Dude, see it happen. and the joke has been if you um if you get in trouble for um saying something bad on the internet that you get uh automatic upgrade in your ride. I don't think this is an upgrade. This is a very lateral move, I feel like, for Noah Gregson. 
Um, I am I am kind of shocked that he got back into Cup, though. I I thought he was going to have to run Xfinity again, or at least go back there for a year or two. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe the the team owner's perception of of where Noah Gregson's at right now is probably a lot higher than what the general public feels after last yeah. year. Yeah, I, I don't feel like his stock really dropped as much as as maybe it seemed. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, Xfinity, JGR. Um, let's see. I, I'm trying to remember all, all of the guys. I know John Hunter and Eric Almirola, they're sharing the 20, correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, we got Sheldon Creed in the 18. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. And Chandler Smith in the 81. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay. And then we have the 19 with. Everybody from the Big Motor Small Blade podcast. We got uh, Santa Claus. We got uh, Jim Carrey. We got Shane Van Gisbergen. He's going to drive two cars. We got Corey Taylor in there. And I think there's actual NASCAR drivers in there as well. <laughs> like, um, who, who all is in it? I, I have no clue. It's Ryan Truex Jr. I want to say Corey Heim and the Gray Brothers. It's Ryan Truex, William Sawalich, not Corey Graff Jr., and Taylor Gray. And I'm sure it'll lead Denny Hamlin as well in the fall of Darlington race. I got two of I got two of the four. Um Sawalich might be my favorite name just ever. It's William Sawalich under J uh KHI management. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. How do you know that? Because it was a topic that came up at Florence. Yeah. Um so he is, I haven't, I've heard his name a lot. I can't recall anything he's ever done. That's, he made and that's a couple just truck stars this past year. He's not 18 yet and won't be until I think October. So he's rounding out the final couple of races of the year in the car. Interesting. Okay. He's also the reigning Arca East champion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, he, and he, then he he won at phoenix in the arca race i was there (laughs) i totally forgot that um anyway so there's him there's ryan truex um i think he said he's getting at least double digit races for gibbs um and then the gray brothers well just taylor just taylor just taylor yeah. Oh, okay. Right. I was wrong. I saw a post somewhere that was like Gray Brothers. I saw that one too. I saw I, that one too. Excuse me. I was like, what? Yeah. Well, and then um but, what I think you guys saw is that Tanner's running the JGR Arca car, the Arca National car, because Sawalich again oh. isn't old enough. Okay. Oh. Got you, got you. I think he's making like the first six big track races of the year in that car. Okay. That's why I saw the JGR times Gray Brothers post or whatever. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I got that confused too. And then Joe Graff Jr., nice to know his dad is still, you know, still paying for that for him. Um, and then there's Eric Almirola, John Hunter. Um, they should do fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Eric Almirola, another another bad, bad kept secret. Um this is our new driver, Eric. <laughs> well, it kind of was okay an okay kept secret because no one was even I don't I don't remember hearing that one at all until 
Joe. I mean, we all that. knew he was going to Xfinity, but oh, really? I heard I it once. Yeah. Before I, I had heard it once before Joe said that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. I don't keep um, up with Eric Almirola. Admitted. How many wins yeah. do you think that team gets next year? Because that's John a tough. Hunter, John Hunter will have like seven, and Eric Almirola will have one at Talladega, and it's because the first five cars in front of him went below the yellow line. I meant the entire JGR Xfinity team. Oh. Or- Nine. They'll have the seven John Hunter gets, the one Eric Almirola gets, and then Joe Graff will win. Not Sheldon. Joe Graff will win. He will win. Um, he will win Portland in the snow. All right, I changed. So neither of the full time guys are going to win a race. Chandler Smith will win a race. Sheldon Creed will finish second about eleven times. No, I'm going to go ahead and call it. Sheldon Creed's going to win five races next year. I do actually think Sheldon Creed. I'm not willing to say he'll win five, but I could see him maybe getting two or three. He's on on a revenge tour for sure. I will go ahead and say that my prediction is the combination of those two full-time guys plus the 20-car win 10-plus races. And I don't think that's that far-fetched. No, it's not. They're going to have to beat my boy Riley Herps. Riley Herps is about to win... Eight plus next year. Eight. They're gonna have to beat a lot of people. This Xfinity field is stacked next year. It yeah. really is. I made sure to write a list, and there's more than twelve cars that could easily make the playoffs on wins. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Let's let's get this Lane Riggs thing going. Um, Chuck, you know a little bit about Lane Riggs, don't you? Good for Lane Riggs. I'm glad uh, late model stock car guys and car store guys are getting uh, big opportunities now. Um, won the he won the NASCAR Weekly Series National Championship not this past year but the year before so 2022. Yeah. And then he ran some he ran in um, Kevin Harvick's late model stock car program after Harvick ran at Wilkesboro. Yeah. He got DQ'd. Won, he won Caraway and then got DQ'd on a shot yeah. thing. Didn't he? Um. Didn't he run the Halmar truck the 62 a couple times? He did. He was yeah. third at IRP. Yeah, and he was like, he was led some laps at I think Phoenix last year. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's a, he's a good a, little talent. He ran a couple Xfinity races at the end of the year in a college car too, and he ran good. So, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I so want to say he was tenth at Martinsville. But that's without looking. Okay. He finished tenth somewhere. I, was it was it Martinsville or was it Texas? He ran good at Texas, too. Because I was about to say, he ran good at Texas, I remember. Maybe it was. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I mean, that is that is good. Um, I think we, we've we kind of all heard that Carson Quapel is not going to get to run some truck races as of now next year, which kind of sucks. Um, so Lane Riggs kind of carrying the torch for the late model guys. Um, not in Cup, obviously. We got Josh Berry. But, um, yeah, it's cool for Lane. He's going to be driving a 38 truck for – Front row, obviously a championship winning and contending truck. And I think uh, I would be shocked if he's not in contention for a final four spot. Likewise, I could definitely see him getting a couple wins this year, absolutely on short tracks. And then that 38, whether it's with Todd or with Zane, is proven to be a winner just about anywhere. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay. So this was a very well-kept secret that uh, I knew about, that we all knew about last week. Um, Well, I informed you guys about. 
Um, Shane Van Gisbergen, on top of running a minimum of seven cup races, is going to go full-time with colleague racing in the number 97 WeatherTech car in the Xfinity Series, um, barring his uh, his run in the ARCA race. Um, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and uh, obviously, I just said he's going to run a minimum of seven cup races. That include the Coda, include Coda the Coca-Cola 600, the Spring Talladega Race, the Fall Talladega Race, the Chicago Street Course, the uh, Watkins Glen, and then the Fall Race at Las Vegas. Um, Seth. Initial thoughts. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited to see what he does. Um, I'm really looking forward to watching his progression through his oval prowess. Um, I think that'll be really fun to watch. It's it's rare that we get a chance to see someone come out of their discipline. Not rare. I mean, we had a we had a time like 12, 15 years ago where yeah, that was more common. But even then. Invasion. Even then, it was a lot of open, or it was a lot of IndyCar guys, and they had oval experience, and and but not in not in the same type of car. So, I feel like it'll be uh, the cars being more similar will leave him to only need to get used to the driving part. Yeah. I think that'll be more palatable. I guess would be the way to put it. I think it's more exciting for me, and I, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. To see a guy come from supercars, which is very different from NASCAR, but not so totally different than NASCAR, as in like IndyCar is, because I feel like there's a greater chance of success. Whereas guys like Hornish and Frank Keaty, yes, we had Montoya and Stewart that were relatively successful. Stewart obviously was one of the greatest of all time, but you know, there was minimal success from most guys, and a lot of guys flopped. So, I think for me, this is just more exciting in general. Uh, Peter? We've seen what he can do in a cup car on a road course, but I'm very excited to see how he transitions to the Xfinity car, which we know how different it races, how much more driver talent matters in that rules package. But I'm more excited to see him and AJ going head to head for what I'm sure will be every road course win going one to his teammates. They'll probably be looking like Brad Kozlowski and Marcos Ambrose multiple times next year. Chuck. Um I'm trying to think of something to say that you guys haven't already said. If you ain't got nothing to say, you don't have to say nothing. <laughs> Um, go ahead and write him down for the cars tour race at North Wilkesboro and Darlington, since he's already going to be there. Justin Marks didn't tell me no, but he didn't say yes either, but he hinted at it. For, uh, uh, so the I cars, to, I mean, I oh, think it's ahead. really cool that he's actually doing a full series. Like he's not just going to pick and choose and because if he was just bouncing from car to car to car every week, I feel like it would be harder for him to get the hang of the driving part because yeah. every time he's learning the racetrack, relearning the race car, which for a guy with that much talent, isn't the biggest deal, but you never get in a rhythm. Yeah. The fact that he's running the entire schedule in the Xfinity car by the quarter mark of the season, he's probably going to have it nailed down. Yeah. I think, um, I think there's something to be said too, about being in a full-time ride instead of bouncing around 
too is you get a chance to build chemistry with a with a team. It doesn't even matter what team necessarily, but a team and learn the NASCAR way of doing things. Um, and then Peter, you made a comment about um, the them going one two AJ and Shane at every road course. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's gonna just gonna go out there and drop his nutsack on the whole on the field. Like I, I think I think he's gonna I think there's gonna be although I think the Xfinity car probably shoots suits his driving style because it's oh it rewards a little bit more aggressive drivers, but I don't um I, I think it's gonna take him I think it's gonna take him a minute. I don't think I think it'll take him two, three road courses before he's really in true contention for a win i think he'll probably run top five but but he does have he will have aj omdinger as a teammate so i think that in itself will probably that too excel his his uh coming to coming to grips with the car right we saw that years ago with ross chastain ross will still reference to this day that having aj as a teammate for that year or two made him so much better on road courses Okay. I do All just right. want to say that for this announcement being just the Xfinity and Cup stuff that he's going to do next year, that doesn't mean that that's all he's going to do. Because yeah. there's some stuff that just needs its own announcement. Like, he's going to run at least one car store race. If they don't put him in the Wilkesboro and Florence races, I will be shocked. He's yeah. There's a possibility that he's still going to run some truck races, just won't be with Nice Motorsports. It'll probably be with Spire, yeah. is what I've heard. Um, which makes sense because of their deal with Zane being at Spire as well. Yeah. yeah. And I wouldn't put it out of the question for him to run some sprint car races because he's won in a sprint car before. And there's a couple high limit races that directly correlate with NASCAR when he's going to be there with the Xfinity series. So, and Larson's already. Uh, thrown that hint out there like hey shane why don't you just come run some high limit races too so i i think he's still just going to run a bunch of everything he's just focusing on this one big thing i take back what i said about him not going to drop his nutsack i i thought i just thought about what how good jordan taylor was this year and how good marcus ambrose was and yeah he's gonna he's gonna do good (laughs) he's gonna be just fine So road courses, we know he has down pat. Like ovals, how long do we think it's going to take? For we're we're talking just Xfinity, the whole year. The whole year. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I think on well, just to start off on non-drafting ovals. So I guess after Daytona and Atlanta, he'll be probably a top fifteen or so car and. I think just over time throughout, maybe not the whole year, maybe two thirds of the year, he'll slowly become an eighth place car, a sixth place car, then a top five car. And you need to be a top five car on a regular consistent basis to be up there contending for wins. I think come playoff time, he is, he is that top five car on a regular basis. Will he be in the playoffs? I think so. Cause I think he wins one of the road courses. Yeah, I agree. I think my expectations are a little lower than y'all's because I want to sit here and say too, that, yeah, he's by the three quarter mark of the season, he's going to be running top five. And then I think about the fact that 
in his first oval start, which was his first one, but he couldn't run top 20 in a truck field at IRP. And that's not a knock on him. It's Ran just top 20 the entire race. Mm, he barely. Okay. Let me, he ran around 20th, most of the race. And that's not a not and the truck field is not what the Xfinity field is. And that's not a knock on Shane at all. He's going to be one of, if not the most talented driver in the field. It's just saying that we underestimate, I think at times we may underestimate the talent that is the Xfinity series field, because like Peter was saying earlier, there's more than 12 cars that are fully capable of making the playoffs. And that's not counting him. And those are guys that have been racing ovals for years. I think, so, um, Oh, good. So there's, I feel like even as he starts to figure it out, there's still just going to be that group of really good race cars that have really good race car drivers in them. I think it's going to take more than, I don't know. I could see it being the end of the year before he really starts consistently running like top 10 every week. That's just my opinion. I think I have lower expectations. in Well, I think there's also, he had a 15 minute practice session at IRP, whereas he's at least going to get practice every week. And just the amp, I mean, it's not that much more track time, but it, it, he's going to have so much more track time. And I think that'll, I think it'll, it'll be speedy. Now, let's, Peter, you you have that list. Let's go over that list of uh, Xfinity drivers that he's going to be going up against. Uh, so the list I compiled was both Stuart Haas cars, Custer and Herbst. You have four JRM cars, who I think all four of them have a shot at the playoffs. Whether yeah. or not they all four make it, we'll see. Uh, you have three cars from Colleague down with Josh Williams. I'm still questioning of whether Josh Williams, I can see him being around 12th in points. So he's, he'll be up there somewhere. You have uh, two JGR cars who will probably make the playoffs. You have two RCR cars with Jesse Love and Austin Hill. And yeah, that's all I have that I think totals to 11 or 12 guys. Yeah. How many Xfinity guys won a race last year? Or um, this year, whatever. <laughs> Did we know? Uh, pretty much all of those guys that Peter just listed, except for um, Sheldon, Josh Williams, Sheldon, and Brandon Jones. So, okay, so that's somewhere two. between nine to 11. Uh, I'm counting nine. Nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not counting AJ because he was yeah. a cup guy, yeah. counting nine. Yeah. And plus, John Hunter was an Xfinity too last year. Yeah. Right. So, um, I think now I do think um, I think the numbers as far as winners are going to be probably around the same. I want to say just because John Hunter's still racing, we're going to have Ryan Truex in more races. Um, and so I think I don't know that might balance out because AJ is a full time guy now too. Um so I don't I don't know. I think I think it'll be similar to this year, but I think the the playoff I think playoffs are going to be tighter, I guess. That makes any yeah. sense. Right. Said. When you have that tier of guys like Parker Clickerman, like Jeremy Clemens, like Ryan C. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys typically make the playoffs every year on points. I'm not sure if one of that tier of I don't want to say underfunded, but family run teams 
I'm not sure if one of them makes the playoffs this year, just because we have such a stacked field, like Chase was saying earlier. It also I'm depends not- too on how much bushwhacking we get. That's yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at with John Hunter and Eric Almirola and uh, Truex. I think it's going to be good. I'm not going to completely count out Parker Kligerman either because he did straight yeah. up out KRM car and an SHR car this year. Yeah, he did. So I'm not just going to write him off because if you add him to that list. That was the one I couldn't remember. Yeah, If you added him to that list that Peter gave us, that makes 14. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Xfinity is going to be awesome next year. It's just going to be so many great stories. I think, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Sheldon will be in a better car. I'm looking forward to that rivalry with him and Austin Hill. I'm sure that's going to be <laughs> real fun. I think Chandler Smith is going to be better. Um, it'll be interesting to see because Colleg has had kind of a down year the past couple of years. So I wonder, um, wonder if having AJ back in there full time will will help them out. I really do think whenever they started this two full time cup teams, that was spreading their resources a bit thin, trying to run, in essence, five teams. With I think it was the three Xfinity teams with Landon being one, and then Haley and the sixteen at that point was not a full time guy. So trying to run five cars out of one building, I think that was just asking too much. Yeah. Um. All right, we ready to go on the cup? Yes. Cup. On to Sundays. Shane will run a minimum, like I said, of seven races. Um, I already went through the races he's running. Um, she asked the question, do we do we think he's going to win one of them? And which one would it be if he did? Chicago. I think he went Chicago again. Just for the sake of being different, I'll say Watkins Glenn. See. I think it's going to be Coda or Chicago. I think Watkins Glen. I don't think it's going to be Watkins Glen. And I think Watkins Glen will probably be the one where people have high expectations and are are uh, massively disappointed. Just because I think Watkins Glen, everyone, all of our guys know it so well, and like a lot of the skill is taken out of it because of the curbs. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, what they, I was going to say. They kind of know exactly where they can just mat the gas and go off to Canada. Yeah. And come back on the racetrack. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's why it's a good, you uh, bringing up uh, Coda is a good point because you have to stay on the track for the most part. And he's run Coda. Coda before. Yeah. Um, um, wait, when I did think, he run Coda before? Um, in V8 Supercars, they ran in um, the early 2010s oh, at okay. Coda. Um, and he fin- he had three top fives and then out of four tries. Okay. Which uh, oval do we he does the best at I think I think the whole f- what Martinsville. Oh, oh we're t- oh here he's talking Xfinity oh um I, I just I, th- I think no I think that's something to be said though I think he will be good at Martinsville you see all these guys Montoya was good at Martinsville Ambrose was good at Martinsville all the fingers good at Martinsville yeah AJ. yeah that's that's a great point um Cup, what were the ovals he's running again? I know Charlotte. Two Talladegas, Charlotte, and Vegas. Two Talladegas. That's he's going to get a top. I, I, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't well, know. 
Because <clears throat> I was initially going to ask why was he not going to run the Charlotte Roval, and I was like, oh yeah, it's during the playoffs. They won't want to want to put the resources. And then you said Talladega. I'm like, wait a minute, that does that's and Vegas. Vegas. And Vegas. Well, too. okay, actually, never mind. Actually, him running Talladega in the playoffs kind of makes sense because you you have another team car in there. It mm-hmm. does kind of make sense. Yeah, um, I don't know. Then I think I think probably Vegas just because Charlotte would be the first one, correct? So, See, I don't I don't think it's going to be Vegas because I think Vegas is just such a – I think the Coca-Cola 600. The problem and the reason is, I say that is the attrition rate, and I think as long as he keeps his nose clean, he's got a really good shot. And he's had – That's the problem, if, though. Well, what I'm saying is if he's not good at the start of it, he's got 600 miles to figure it out. And I, I don't think he's going to end up going multiple laps down. I think he's going to be pretty quick enough to – stay at least on the lead lap. Maybe he'll go lap down if there's a long green flag run, which typically there's not because of the dumb stage cautions we have at the 600. Um, yeah, I just I think the 600 will be... I think the fact that it's the longest race, it will allow him to just have more of a rhythm than anywhere else. I just think it's bizarre that he's running both Dega races and he's that not running... so weird. He's not, not running any... Well, and and that offends me because like he's not running any short tracks, but we have to deal with them. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know why you don't put him in at, at Spring Bristol. That doesn't make any sense to me. Spring I would have said Spring Martinsville. Yeah. One or the other. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I, I just figured Martinsville's and so Iowa, terrible they're all right basically now. on an even playing field. Yeah. Yeah. Um Let's see. So Talladega will be his first cup oval start. Um, I don't, um, I guess Shane didn't have experimental surgeries to have his balls removed because yeah, that's a, that's a, uh, quite a bold choice. I don't think that's an experimental first. surgery anymore, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Talladega Nights quote. Oh, I can't wait to write my script on Talladega Nights. It's going to yeah. be great. Anyway. Um, uh let's see yeah I, as far as uh my race i think is going i think coda will be the one i think chicago it's that's a fucking cheap shot to go ahead and just pick I, chicago again i mean no he probably will you know how much faster he was in the field at chicago <laughs> he was a lot faster than the field. it was significant <laughs> yeah right so i'm sure chase elliott larson everyone else who's decent on road courses has been spending the past year getting Trying to get that much closer on Chicago. Yeah. I don't think that was full the full power of Shane Van Gisbergen. And I think I think that was like half power, and he's just gonna like teabag him. <laughs> oh. So you're gonna max for staff in the field. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think um da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh as far as Watkins going, though, something else I want to—he's going to have to arrow is going to be something he—he's going to have to figure out mm-hmm. a lot at Watkins Glen. But then also I looked at it. I mean Charlotte, Vegas, two mile and a half. I wonder if they didn't want him to run a short track because they know it, it short tracks might be changing a lot. Apparently not. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I mean, Apparently, we don't do that. Playing, buddy. Two years ago, Are we adding next... mufflers? Is that going to be that big of a difference? 
He's got well, this point two years ago, next gen, I think we're still going to be 550s. There is still time to change. Yeah. Well, it wasn't yeah. it was never going to be 550 at the short tracks, so. though. Wait, well, right. oh, yeah. Um, it's so disgusting to me that you just said that, that he's going to have to figure out the arrow at Watkins Glen. That just hurts my brain. Well, Watkins, well, Watkins Glen's Glen. always been an arrow track. Yeah, anyway, but that well, shouldn't be that big of a deal for somebody to learn if the car well, was worth So my, my point wasn't necessarily Watkins Glen. I would just threw that in there because <clears throat> that is something he'll have to get used to on a road course that i feel like they that's not as big of a deal in supercars but just in general arrow and to be fair those supercars have big ass wings on them so i'm sure they put out a whole lot of turbulent dirty air well i was listening i was listening to the money lap with kostecki and he he didn't um he said that that the arrow wash was quite a bit more in a cup car than than it was and you know just i guess what he felt at uh indianapolis um my dumb ass was about to ask why is he not running indianapolis again but um obviously um, it's an oval <laughs> now which um still i am <laughs> yeah i am a little bit disappointed that he's not running darlington yeah i i wish he would have won run one of the darlingtons um, but I mean, I guess that's peanuts. Um, the all-star race, he's obviously locked into the all-star race. It's not on here. I would imagine that's, he's going to run it. They'll probably make that its own like special announcement. Yeah. Maybe, I yeah. yeah. I mean, he's got to run it, right? There's no but, reason not to run it. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of is if they are already stretching their resources thin with the 91, that's the thing. These are all track house races. Um, so if they're already stretching their resources thin because they said they haven't hi- weren't hiring any more people last year for them the project 91 I'm sure they probably end up well uh, this year but I was thinking the call at 16 and then I forgot AJ Almendinger won the race so who he's also in the all-star race well, I mean, AJ could well AJ or Shane could be in the call at 13 then oh they're still gonna run and they're gonna run Okay, never mind. I guess that's the same as they ran this year. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Makes sense. I mean, if Daniel Suarez doesn't find his way into the all-star race, then then they wouldn't be stretching their... I'm just saying. He's still going to run the Open, you dumbass. Well, okay. If he doesn't make it in through the Open, you just slap a one in front of the nine and just throw Shane in there. Do you not know how like anything works? it takes like five minutes to like you know change a car over to a different driver right you can't what i can't tell hey shane's got that week off unless they announce some more stuff so that's true xfinity's not running all-star weekend which is a crime oh good he can go qualify for the indy 500 what I'm trying to manifest Shane Van Gisbergen doing the double. I'm sorry. He's not going to do the double this year. Shut up, buddy. (laughs) We got Kyle Larson a year and a half before. Okay. Um, Okay. (laughs) Anyway. It would be very peak Justin Marks and peak track guys to have Shane also run the double on next to no notice. Well, (laughs) Justin also did say on the money lap that He's not interested in IndyCar, as are as are most people not interested in IndyCar. If Honda isn't, why should you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
so <laughs> um overall are we gonna is shane gonna do ex- yes what do you, okay. <laughs> what do you uh I'm, I'm trying um how do we think he's gonna do at talladega's same as everybody else junked in turn four okay all right i mean i want to use kyle bush a lot when he won the series said he did nothing differently than he normally does he just got lucky i think he'll i guess him getting lucky in one and not lucky in the other and finishing i don't know 15 top 15 or so and then racking out of the other do we do we think he's gonna do we think he's gonna get up in the mix of it or do you think he's just gonna kind of hang out for a lot of it I think the first one he's just going to hang out, and then the second one he'll probably get up in the mix. Yeah. I think he's just going to send it. He's going to have two Xfinity races to practice. Yeah, but I also would think he don't want to send it and get get hurt or something. Um, But uh, as far as uh, the road courses, he's got three of them. We said Chicago or Coda is probably going to be the one he does the best in. Do – why not Sonoma? I, mean, I don't understand. That's the one thing I don't understand about his schedule. It's like no Sonoma and no Roval. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I he's still like I. I think he. I think he could end up running the sixteen car. Some. I think he could, but I just think it's it would be odd to not put AJ in that car. Well, I mean, Peter just said the thirteen. Yeah, I do option. keep forgetting about the thirteen. Um. Right, because that was Chandler this year, and Chandler's no longer yeah. with colleague. And I doubt they're going to put Josh Williams in a cup car. What? Why not? Because he's a spotter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fair, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do we... All right, give me finishes. Give me finishes at the road courses. Actually, First. give me... All right, Talladega, we can't predict. Give me finishes at... All of them. 29th at Charlotte. Okay. First at Coda. Okay. First at Chicago. Okay. <laughs> Six at Watkins Glen. 18th at Las Vegas. And then, I don't know, 38th at both Talladegas. I mean, I was just going to kind of like skip yeah, Talladega. Yeah. I know. Peter? Uh... Let's say fourth at Coda, fourteenth in the six hundred. Uh, <laughs> I want to say second or third for Chicago, just to have someone different win that race. But watch him still win it. Uh, I guess I'll I'll stick behind him winning Watkins Glen and let's say like seventh at Las Vegas. Damn! Whoa! Whoa! Seventh. <laughs> Damn. I think he'll have Playoff. some Roval starts under his belt by then that he'll slowly start to figure stuff out. Peter swinging right. for the fences. I thought I mean, we, we were high on the, Shane. I know. Like, I mean, he is the greatest race car driver in the world, but damn. I'm going to say third at Coda. Uh, Rex, the first Talladega race. That's just how I'm going to categorize that. Um, 21st at Charlotte. And then he's got what? Chicago. First at Chicago. 11th at Watkins Glen. 
and 24th at Vegas. Okay. I'm going to go with. And then finishes the second Talladega race. Okay. I'm going to go with. Um, I think he gets wrecked on a restart at Coda. So I think he finishes like 24th there. But he's in contention to win. You picked him to win Coda just now. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought about it, though. Um, it, I'll put it like if it runs green, I think he's going to. I think he wins Coda. Well, if they do single file restarts at Coda or if they move the zone, would that change your answer? Yes, it would. He, he would win. Barring double file restarts and late race restarts, he's going to win Coda. I am imagining um, the restart zone is going to be before the last turn, though. Right? Yeah. Well, probably. Or maybe right out of turn 20. I mean... I still wish they'd flip the whole track. It would. I feel like it'd put on a better, cleaner race if they just ran it in reverse. I just yeah, wish well, they'd get rid of I track I think they would have just... Yeah. Um, so, um, what's the next one? Taldega, I don't know. Coca-Cola 600. I think... Uh, I think 15th. I think he's going to 15th at the Coca-Cola 600. Um, I think I think he'll finish second in the Chicago street race. I think he will... What's the next one? Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen, then Talladega, Vegas. Yeah. Watkins Glen, I think, uh, I think sixth. I like your, I like your answer, Seth. Actually, I'm going to go fourth. I'm going to go fourth with that one. Um, and I think Vegas, he'll finish 19th. I think he'll – I think just because it's play, playoff time, I think he'll do – That's true. On, about that. Sleeping on the man at, at Chicago, I don't understand. <laughs> I just – I don't – I don't think he's going to win two in a row. I, as that, even at – see, you're talking me into it. I don't think you can give me a reason why he wouldn't. He's going to get a whole extra day of practice because he's running the other car. Like, I get I get your reasoning, but also, like, holy shit, was he so much faster than everybody. And it's not like, oh, it was just in the wet or whatever. I, no, it's when it dried out. To compensate, he's going to win the All-Star race. No. <laughs> he's going to win the All-Star there, race, dude. No shot. <laughs> if he, no, no offense to Shane Van Gisbergen. If he makes, if he makes the All Star race, he's finishing last. He's already made the All Star race. If he runs the All Star race, he's finishing last, unless AJ runs, and then he might beat AJ. Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Hang on, hang on. The whole field should hang it up if Shane wins the All Star race. (laughs) Retire. That would be his first Cup oval. That's you know real racetrack, not Talladega. So, yeah, the whole field should hang it up if he. If he wins North Wilkesboro. <laughs> Rick uh, Hendricks should just kick Larson out of the five and hire someone else from supercars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Might as he's, well. he's, all right. So he's got to run the all-star race, right? Why? It makes no sense not to. I, th- I think so. I think uh, back when Justin Haley made it off his win, it wasn't announced until a month or so before. I mean, even if it takes like buying a ride from someone else, like someone yeah. else who's not really gonna get an all star race, like buy that ride. If that's yeah. what it takes, then do that. Yeah. Um, 
I was about to say he could slide it into a Rick Rare car, but they're aligned with RFK now, so that can't happen. And yeah. they've been Fords for a couple of years. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Just, I just wanted someone to reassure like me Seth's that he'll idea. be in the all-star race. What? That's the first time I've ever heard that. So what are you what are you referring to? The Daniel Suarez idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hold on, hold on. I'm going to get on my soapbox about this because that's me amigo. <laughs> Daniel Suarez, if his pit crew is worth a shit and he doesn't speed on pit road. Big if. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. He would have three of the four crown jewels. Okay, three of the traditional crown jewel wins. He would have won the 2022 600. He would have won the Southern 500 in 2022. And he would have won Indianapolis this year. Put some respect. Oh, but he didn't. On my... he, <laughs> but did he didn't. It. But I'm just saying, y'all are over here like, oh, Daniel Suarez, he's the 30th place driver in the field. Like, no, he's going to win Coda this year. Put some respect on my man. Didn't he lead like every lap of the Open this year too? Yes. <laughs> Not the Open, the heat race. Or that's what I meant, yeah. Yeah, like. What do you mean not the Open, the heat race? He, he led every lap of his heat race, pretty much. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I forgot he was in the All-Star race this year. I didn't, he didn't do, do anything. All, he didn't. Yeah. He, he was in that cool track house car. Nobody I, did anything, Seth. I Nobody was hammered. Riding a line except for the five car that passed them all. That was the race. That wasn't the heat race. Dude, I forgot we did heat races. I'm sorry. Well, I, nobody it did was anything. The best fucking short track race of the year. I it was, was hammered. Heat races. He I was, was hammered. The, the most memorable thing about the All Star race was the fact that the cars were on the track. Nobody actually did anything memorable on the track until Noah Gragson like, tried to move the wall, and that was in the open. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny, though. Okay, anyway, um, so <laughs> he's, he's not going to run the 99 car with a fucking number slapped on it or whatever the fuck you said. That's just dumb. He's, You're just hating. Okay. All right. All right, Peter, you know how like things like actually work. Um, so what cars could possibly be open if they don't want to run the 91? I could definitely see Spire being like, I'll fucking buy a fourth. Yeah. I'll run a fourth car. Like the yeah. 13 car for Colleg. I do uh, keep forgetting that. Either another Spire car or another Colleg car. One of those two. Yeah. It's probably going to be the 91 and they just haven't announced it yet. If it is the 13, I'm going to be pissed because it's an extra car and you couldn't just make it the 97 for one race. Anyway. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's the thing. I mean, he... We'll get into this here in just a second. He's a cup winner. Like, give him all the accolades he deserves for being a mm-hmm. cup winner. So let him run the all-star race. Um, now, as a cup winner, he is required to run an ARCA race to get approved for an Xfinity race. Someone do the math on that and tell me how that is supposed to work. I guess it's because he has so few starts on paved ovals. That's the only logic I've come up with. He's literally never done anything like this. Except in iRacing. Like, I understand the inconsistencies that you've pointed out with it. I get all that. 
Well, I don't. Let's go through. Let's go through those inconsistencies. Okay. Connor Connor Daly is an example. Okay. Had one cup start to his name. An Indy and, 500 regular. Well, that's what I'm getting ready to get at. He was approved to run the Daytona 500. Yes. But then Danica, Jacques Villeneuve, Juan Pablo Montoya all had to run ARCA. So I'm going by recent history. Like, Connor Daly hasn't ever won anything. And he's and he was just approved on a whim. Shane has run two cup races, won one of them, and you can't let him run an Xfinity race. I, to me, this just seems like NASCAR being like, well, we got to flex our muscle. That's all this seems like to me. If nothing else, it'll be an interesting historic footnote to look back on gears from now to see on his racing reference page, Arca, one star, you know, wherever he finishes. So I mean, wait, hang Danica, on. When was when was Jacques Villeneuve? 2007. Okay, when was Danica? 2010. Wait, Jacques didn't run a Arca race. It was Dario that did. Wait, yeah, you're right. Dario, not no, Jacques made his first cup, his first start at Talladega. I'm almost positive. Okay. I'm not I'm not arguing with you about it being inconsistent. It definitely is. But Jacques and Connor. Well, Jacques won an Indy 500. Connor ran multiple of them. I understand Connor's not a great race car driver and he'd never won anything. But, well, I say that. Connor's been really good in the Indy 500. Anyway, it's irrelevant. Um, Danica, everyone knew Danica was trash. So that definitely explains it. I'm sorry. Um, definitely won a race, but all right. <laughs> that doesn't mean she wasn't trash. Austin Dillon has won cup races. I just, I'm just going to leave that there. Um, Ty Dillon won an Xfinity race. I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, what was the other guy? Oh, yeah, Dario. Okay, I don't understand that one at all. <laughs> that, makes, that makes no sense. Right, at that point, he had multiple Indy 500 wins. No, not Dario, just no Dario only had one Indy 500 when he came to NASCAR. Wait, you're right. Shoot. Okay, either way, he had an Indy 500 win. That should be plenty to get you to run at Daytona. Yeah. So anyway, but the point is, is all of those that you listed out, were what 10 12 15 years ago so well and that's why the connor thing makes so little sense is because that's the most relevant and that's the one that makes the least sense as far as how they went about it well who was the last guy that they made run an arca race before they could run a nascar sanctioned plate race as far as i remember it was danica Okay, and that was 13 going on 14 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Ago. So they haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense why they're making him. It's an insult. Arca no, it's is not. terrible. <laughs> because Connor has oval experience, big, fast oval experience, and Shane just flat doesn't. I mean, Shane at least drives a car that's, like, similar to a, a stock car. Non-stock on- car in Daytona, though. Super shooting his own animal. Turning huh? left and right. Huh? On street and road courses, not a 33 or well, 31. When he's leading the fucking arc race, when he's leading the fucking arc race, he'll have to go left and right to block the lanes. It'll be just like a road course. Okay, then it'll be perfect practice. The, the rule itself, the inconsistencies don't make sense. The rule itself does. Because if I'm not mistaken, they don't practice at Daytona, right, Peter? 
They're uh, not from who? What series? Xfinity. Xfinity. Uh, well, I don't believe so, but ARCA does have the like two day test session. Yeah. The time. ARCA has test session. Xfinity and Cup. Well, he's not running Cup, but just throwing that in there. They don't practice, which is stupid. But that's not mm-hmm. what we're talking about. The only part that bothers me is that it's on the same day. The rule itself yes. makes sense to me. The fact that it's on the same day doesn't because now you have the potential to, what if it rains? Well, are you going to postpone the Xfinity race for Shane Van Gisbergen? Are you no, going to Are you gonna kick him out of <laughs> playoff eligibility because he couldn't run Daytona because you guys wouldn't let him get approved? So these well, are no, problems. He would have attempted I, to run Daytona by NASCAR's logic. He would have come there with the intent yeah. to run. I I I think honestly they should they should just make him run the uh, two day ARCA test. But the rule itself makes perfect sense to me, and Seth's argument for Connor Daly also makes perfect sense. To me. It, I dude, really. Go ahead. It just, that's that is the thing. It's not. I'm not saying the rule doesn't make sense. The rule absolutely makes sense. I'm saying the inconsistencies don't make a lick of sense. And to me, and I make it way bigger of a deal about this than probably anyone like at Trackhouse is. But the fact that you're making a cup winner, I don't give a fuck the circumstances. He went out there and proved he was better than everybody else. Like, okay. Like, I mean, you're making, you're requiring him to run an ARCA race that he might not, that this is like weather circumstances. Hang on. Let me finish. No, barring weather circumstances is just going to take, is going to take him out of the Xfinity race. Because we all, he's going to get approved. Why do you comparison? Your comparison is like saying, let's take Travis Kelsey and let's put him over at the English Premier League rugby team. He could do fine. It's basically the same thing. That's not. That is your comparison. That is not. How? How is is Daytona and Chicago the same thing? I'm not saying. I'm just saying the fact that. How? I'm more saying it in comparison to recent history. It doesn't make sense as to why they're making him do this. I don't understand why he can't just do can't just do the ARCA test. I'm just saying it it and grinds my gears that they're going to put them in and put him in a position to maybe not get approved for the Xfinity race just because an ARCA race rains out or something. Or like, what if he gets wrecked on lap two? Are you going to not approve him? Like, I don't I mean, know. What are the qualifications in the ARCA race for him to get approved for the Xfinity race? Just the eye test? I've, I've no, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's going to – it's not going to kill his season if he doesn't get to run the Daytona Xfinity race anyway. Like, if he makes the playoffs, likely it will be on a win, not on points, because he's going to struggle early in the season on majority of the racetracks. So, I – I don't think this is as big of a deal as you think it is. And I also don't think the recent history inconsistency argument is really that important either, because the most of the recent history you're referencing is over a decade old. So I, 
I don't think this is as inconsistent as you think it is. And I, I don't think this is as big of a deal as you think it is. I just said I, it's not as big of a deal. I'm just well, you're I'm making t- a I'm big t- deal about I'm it. I'm ticked off about it. I think it's dumb. I think Ark is dumb. I think this is dumb. Like, I mean, would I you know. care much if it wasn't Shane? Huh? If, if Kobayashi had won an indie and then had to do the same thing, would you care as much? Yeah, I would. I would care just as much. And what experience at this type of track does Kobayashi have to tell you that he needs to just go straight in? Well, Kobayashi, well, Kobayashi at least I would I would need to see at least an oval start from him or so. I mean, I don't know, dude. I just think it's okay. All right, fine. I'm stupid then. I don't know. Like I just. Well, I don't <laughs> think you're stupid. I just think you're not you're not making much of an argument, and you're just kind of raising your voice, okay. substituting that as an argument. Okay, never mind then. Okay, never mind. He should run all the ARCA races now. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck did I just say that made you sound like I said, I think he should do that. He should run he all the ARCA races. He could, then he could add 2024 ARCA champion to his resume, and then he would finally be considered the greatest driver of all time because he'd be the only guy in the world to ever win Supercars Championship and an ARCA Championship. Yeah, but why would you want that on your resume? <laughs> why would you want an ARCA start at Daytona on your resume? I don't know. I just think it's dumb because, like I said, I, I think, I don't know. The, I should have looked up some more examples off the top of my head. There's definitely been more examples of people who should not have been in a, an Xfinity car at Daytona or truck at Daytona. Did Travis if, Pastrana have to run an ARCA race before he ran? Or where was his first oval start? Travis yeah, Pastrana ran a whole season. 2012 Xfinity or 2011, one of those yeah, years. he did a bunch of Xfinity races on non-super speedways before he ran in 2013. Wasn't he the pole sitter at Daytona 2013? Yeah. I think at Talladega, too. Damn, I had that thing hooked up. I don't know. Like I was, said, that a, I was that a Roush car? It was the number, I, I always see that the car and the number that was on that car, and I forget that it's a Roush car because it looks so weird. I'm just saying, Bob was also confused by this whole situation. Yes, when Bob is confused, you know it doesn't make sense. Exactly. I said, I think the biggest, the biggest part of it that doesn't make sense is the fact that it's the same day. Right. That's. I feel like just scheduling. You make me wonder, really, why did they schedule? It never used to be like that. They used to race like the week before, or yeah, when they had a bud shootout, dumbass. Oh yeah, and we also (laughs) used to go to Daytona for like two weeks, and now we go for three days. Yeah, yeah. I think this past year, Arca also led into Xfinity on Saturday. Yeah. It's been the past. It's been since they. I didn't the- watch either. So. Okay. Well, I do think NASCAR should pay whoever their backup driver is. I think they should have to pay that. Just, the colleague's going to have to have a backup drive. They're not going to drive a car all the way down there and not run it. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I do think yeah. that they should do that. Like, hey, you're well, making me have car- this backup driver. Well, I think the car is going to probably just go home 
why that doesn't why would you drive a car all the way down to daytona and not run it i mean in that car huh huh let somebody in that car let justin haley run it if if he can't run the race he's a ford driver now okay i guess the car would already be qualified in the race I didn't let let Hemrick run. Sorry, I forget Justin Haley's not a colleague guy anymore. He's just so like synonymous with colleague. Let Hemrick run it if Shane can't run it. Like, don't take yeah. it home. Yeah, if, I mean, if you let Justin Haley run it, he'll just uh, he'll just abandon his other teammates, like he did uh, like he did this year in Atlanta. I would too if I was getting fired. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That did come out like a week later. Um, he didn't get fired, by the way. Well, whatever. <laughs> if I'm parting ways, yeah. A mutual parting ways, yeah. Yeah, that that is code for fired in the business. Oh yeah. <laughs> Peter agrees with me, so I'm That's, right. All right. Great <laughs> sailing the Chargers mutually parted ways. Yeah, I bet they did. <laughs> Frank Reich and the Panthers parted ways. <laughs> um Brandon Staley was just like, Yeah, I'm just gonna go before y'all kill me. <laughs> Um, I would have. Are you okay, buddy? Are we allowed to like go off on any tangents? I don't. I know you don't like football, but he gave up sixty-three to a team that couldn't score a point the week before. Yeah, it's pretty. That's that's like that's like historic. We're talking about Shane Van Gisbergen, and Shane Van Gisbergen is going to become a football fan, the greatest race car driver in the world. And you're like, this guy gave up a touchdown. Like, let's talk about that. For no, they gave up nine touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the equivalent of running an ARCA race at Daytona. As Put that into suckers. context. The Panthers haven't scored a touchdown in three weeks. Okay. Yet have a win. Okay. Weird. Anyway. Football. Football. Buddy's favorite sport. Anyway. Um any any other thoughts on Shane Van Gisbergen other than I'm I'm super excited. He's so dreamy. Okay. I hope he runs high limit at East Bay so I can watch him on a sprint car. Peter. Oh, you like sprint car racing all of a sudden. If he wants to run a late model at East Bay, I'll be there too. Right, sorry, Peter. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I'm just excited to see how fast his learning curve is on ovals that are outside of his element like i know he's not in the cup race there but at darlington or martinsville bristol something like that that he's never experienced before i want to see how bad he is to start then over the course of an xfinity race how good he gets yeah i I was gonna ask what track do we think he's gonna do the best at but i already said martinsville what do y'all do y'all agree with martinsville or do you have something else in mind um martinsville or um Honestly, I think, uh, I think a, well, I'm curious to see what he he'll be at or what he'll be like at high tire dead tracks. Yeah. Cause I want to say Richmond. Uh, that's a good one. Um, but it, it all depends on how good he is at managing, managing tires. Is Xfinity doing Xfinity's doing Iowa too, right? Yes. yes, they okay. are. Yeah. yeah. So um, that'll be good too, because that'll be like three of basically the same track for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I, I also, I kind of want to say Darlington as well. For some reason, I feel like yeah. he could get a, he, I feel like 
I feel like he has a very good balance of finesse and attack. I feel like I, I think we said this last year, or um, it's not next year yet. I think we said this earlier this year when talking about him. He is Kyle Larson if Kyle Larson could keep his head on his shoulders. We'll I see. Have <laughs> I have a really weird one, but Pocono. Ooh. I don't know about that one. I don't. I don't know. I. Yeah, I. That, I. I think that. Why? Pocono, I. Because, I'm genuinely curious as to. Because a lot of guys, a lot of guys run strategy at Pocono like a road course race, and there are some. There are a few similarities, especially if they start shifting, and. I could see that being – and it's not like he doesn't have experience running mock Jesus off into a sharp corner. He's won at Bathurst how many times? So and that's it's not like he's going to scare him. So Comparing I think, Pocono to a road course is like comparing Travis Kelsey to a rugby player. Okay. <laughs> comparing anything he's ever done minus IRP to what he's about to do this year – is com- like comparing Travis Kelsey to a rugby player. I'm just saying Pocono is a weird track, and I could I could see it being something that he could adapt to quickly. I'm glad y'all agree with my analogy. <laughs> Here, I'm glad Buddy understands it. <laughs> I'm just saying, how can we call him the greatest race car driver in the world, but we think he's he should be required to run ARCA? Anyway, I'll put that to bed. I think if nothing else, we'll get testing time at Daytona. So that's a positive to running ARCA. I, that, is, that is, it is a positive. And that's the thing. It's not going to be What if he detriment. wins the ARCA race, buddy? And he's in and the ARCA was the greatest house. idea ever. It's the ARCA play. Shane is now running the full ARCA Menard Series season. He will be chasing two titles in 2024. Dude, no. <laughs> I said the first words I said after Shane crossed the line at Chicago was yes, yes. And then I said, welcome to the playoffs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I I think uh, I think he's going to win the X-Men title. Yeah, that's what you. Okay, what do you really think? I think he's going to make it a round of eight. I can see a round of eight. Well, I don't know, because Atlanta's that first playoff round. I don't fully trust him on super speedways. I'm thinking something he's gonna get plenty of super speedway experience because he gets to run that fucking arca race. <laughs> See, it's a good thing. <laughs> What's the uh first round of the playoffs for Xfinity? It's what Atlanta is it Atlanta Bristol? Uh one sec, I'll pull it up. I think it's Atlanta, Bristol, and then I don't remember where to where their cutoff races. Um, it's Kansas, Talladega, Roval. Oh, so they don't run Atlanta the first the round. Atlanta's the third to last regular season race. Okay. The, oh, that's right. Their schedule's weird. Yeah. We're, because we're they only have seven one. playoff races. Give me, hold on. Oh, give me, yeah. the, give me the, um, give me the Xfinity playoff schedule. Kansas, Talladega, Roval, Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville, Phoenix. Never mind. He he absolutely will make the round of four. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of thinking, dude. Well, okay, hang on. Thinking. King AJ, the, the problem is, is that King AJ the first is definitely going to win the Roval. 
Um, but I think here's the thing. I think Shane. I think Shane could be good at Kansas. Yeah, I think he could be good at Kansas. I think he's gonna have you know all the super speedway experience in the world because he gets to run that ARCA race at Daytona. Damn right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he has the privilege of running the ARCA race at Daytona. He has the distinct honor of being one (laughs) of 40 of the middest race car drivers on planet Earth to run the ARCA race at Daytona. Um, That's generous. Yeah, exactly. I think I I could go to Daytona and run the ARCA race. I I know. You think you could win a cup race at uh, Atlanta, too. No, I I never said that. I said I think I hopped in it this year with no previous ARCA experience, and he was up front at one point. See, why didn't Frankie Muniz have to run an ARCA race before he could run at Daytona? (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. Let me think about this. Let me me say this. I get ARCAs for inexperienced drivers. But they also do some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. That's what inexperienced drivers do. I, no, okay. Those are, you know what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we going? Dude, he is is smarter than these fucking ARCA drivers. I would hope. So then he should win the race. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, why are we going to put him in this hornet's nest? Anyway, I say okay. Kane doesn't finish top five. He should be disqualified from the Xfinity race. The Xfinity <laughs> series entirely. Okay. Anyway. No, I'm like, watch, pretty- watch. Buddy's going to freak out about this, and they're going to give him a thing that's so fucking ridiculously overpowered that no one can pass him, and we're just sitting there watching him. Wait, hang on. Lead this so race. Dale Jr. Uh, Menard's car. Exactly. It might Wait. be that exact car. Wait, hang on. <laughs> it's, it's, really the same, it's the same day as the Xfinity race. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're gonna be there. Yes. Oh man, I get to watch Shane race twice. I'm happy about it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, my prediction yeah. for Shane is that he's yeah, bounced in the first round. I don't think wow. he bounces in the first round. I think I unless it's he... not a knock on him, it goes back to what I said earlier. Competition. I think he I think uh I think uh I think round the four. Fuck it. I'll be the only one on the podcast to say it, and we can revert back to this when he makes it to Phoenix. I did just say that, though. Yeah, but you didn't mean it. I kind of did. Okay. Because, like, I kind of figured... Problem is, is I won't actually bet against AJ at the Roval. But if he can put... I don't think he's going to need to. Yeah, that's the thing. And then also, I kind of feel like he could win Martinsville. It'd be his second time around. He should be... Pretty caught up on ovals. The only at that thing point. about Martinsville is how fucking insane it gets at the right. End. That is true. That is true. I don't trust but, that race to not go full stupid. And it's Vegas and what Bristol are the other two races in that round, right? Uh, oh. Vegas, Homestead, Martinsville. Vegas. Oh, duh. Um, I I could see him being pretty good at Homestead too. To be completely honest, maybe not ripping the larson line but i think if he doesn't make the final four he should go back to new zealand <laughs> i think so <laughs> all right um i i just want to point out that year after year like i'm pretty sure we're gonna know who's in the truck final four at least one guy the same weekend of the xfinity series playoff start why is that a thing why uh, i don't know that it just bothers me that their schedules are so whack why do uh why do xfinity and truck have playoffs why do any of them have continuity? I don't know. Why does the Cup Series have playoffs? I mean, 
That's a very fair question, but especially why Xfinity and Truck have playoffs. Why do playoffs exist in any sporting series ever? Okay, you're getting outside the expertise of this podcast. <laughs> what is the expertise of this podcast other than Peter the yeah. professional? I thought it was Shane Van Gisbergen. I thought we had I thought we had uh we're experts at talking. We about are it, acquiring Shane Van Gisberg. We're not a Shane Van Gisbergen, sorry. Uh, uh, I went full Dale Jr. there for a second. Um, we're experts at talking. Uh, we're at, we're experts at talking about him. I don't. I wouldn't say we're experts about knowledge of him. You know what's um, better than all these books? Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, buddy's buddy's so good at talking about him that he went on a twenty minute rant about an ARCA race just to retract his statement because he realized he's going to get to watch that ARCA race. No, I mean, I, my my statement still stands. I still think it's fucking stupid, but I am I am glad I get to see him run it. Will your opinion change if he wins the Arca race and you're there? No, it'll, I will. The first he will cross the line. Seth will be screaming, and I'll be like, "This was dumb." <laughs> I'll be like, "You will have to." I, I hey, probably won't be it, screaming. It's an it Arca lo- race. If you scream, the whole place might hear you. There's only got to be like ten people there. Okay. That's fair. So anyway, if it looks like he's gonna win, get my reaction on video because my first words will be like, "You shouldn't have been in this fucking race to begin with." Oh, boom! Fuck it. <laughs> like, oh fuck. What was I fucking? Uh oh. Do 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 do. What technical difficulties? Please stand by. You good, bro? <laughs> I have I been getting charged for fucking parking? Wait. What? Charles, stop doing the fucking Jeopardy music. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody. I I thought I was oh, about oh, to get double charged we'll for cut this. ridiculous parking. We'll Better cut not this. cut my Jeopardy music. Wait, abs- please, for we'll, love of God, cut this. We'll cut parts of it and keep parts of it because it was probably kind of funny. <laughs> it wasn't at all. None of this. It was very funny, but he's lying. Okay. But he doesn't think anything is funny. I don't. Um, but he had the loudest reaction when you said, am I getting charged for parking? So he can't say it wasn't funny. I mean, it was funny because I know Seth and I like his life to be pain, but. What the? <laughs> Hey, life is pain. Hey, pain is forever. Hose are temporary. Okay, all right. Yeah. Welcome back to the show. Um, <laughs> Seth had a uh, had a technical difficulty with parking. Um, Allegedly. I think um, I think we've talked this horse to death, and we're gonna leave it to the results on track. Um, I think overall, I'm just super excited that Shane's gonna Shane's gonna be here full-time in an Xfinity car is going to be awesome. I think that they said a minimum of seven cup races. What, Seth? I'm <laughs> just imagining you talking to a horse so much it fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so anyway, there's this guy named Shane Van Gisbergen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were a horse that I was talking to and died. 
I would have died a long time ago. But... <laughs> he would have died as soon as she started talking about the Arca race. He'd have been like, that's it. That's it. I, this was bad enough. Now you're talking about Arca. What is this? I'm out. Okay. So anyway, um, they did say a minimum of seven cup races. So we could see Shane in more cup races than that in the college 16. Um, would I guess would be the car I assume would he run. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just excited. That's it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it short before Seth or anybody else has a stupid comment about it, or has a stroke. <laughs> I mean, I guess I had to join the party at some point. I finally cried on the Big Motor Small Blade podcast. <laughs> it's like a rite of passage here. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the show. Finally, <laughs> I haven't done that yet. Uh, I guess. I'm- Seth, what are you most excited about? I am most excited about sh- Chicago street race again. <laughs> yeah. Do it, does he sweep the weekend? Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Or yeah. or he biffs it in the Xfinity race. I, he might, yeah, I can, he might do I, that. Yeah. Peter, what, what do you think this is going to do for, for NASCAR? I guess that's all. I think you'll see a lot more fan support from Australia and New Zealand, but with them being so far away, that support may or may not be felt here in the state. So from our bubble here in all of North Carolina, we may not see a change, but NASCAR may become the new high for sport down under. I think that's true. I do want to make this comment, though. I think we will feel it. And the reason I say that is because was it 2011 that Kimi did the, and was it 2011 that Nur Ali or not Nur Ali? That was that dude who sucked. Narang Karthikeyan. I don't know. He ran trucks full time and won truck series most popular driver that year. I don't remember which year, but the reason I bring that up is because I remember a rain delay at Charlotte. Narang Karthikeyan is from India. He was in the race. And there were uh there were um these this Indian family in the concourse of Charlotte Motor Speedway that have flown there to visit the Charlotte area and that were there for the whole race, but just to see him run. And there were when Kimi did the uh did the truck race at Charlotte, he hadn't even announced the Xfinity race yet. And there were people from Finland that had flown all the way from Finland to see his first NASCAR start. Um, I think I think we're gonna. I think there's gonna be an Australia or a New Zealand. I think there's gonna be a down under presence in America. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm know how many. Yeah, I've seen all sorts of, all sorts of a lot of Japanese people at the Indy 500 for Takuma Sato. Yeah. That's that's definitely and and also if we've felt the Shane Van Gisbergen effect, and by we I mean this podcast, if we've felt the Shane Van Gisbergen effect, then I can pretty much guarantee that the larger scope of it, they will feel it. Yeah. I I think the down under effect will also be helped by They've said not like officially, but Kostecki's gonna try and run a couple races too. Yeah, Kyle Busch like, is also four. running 
a supercars race, isn't he? Yeah, the Adelaide 500 is what they're trying to get him in next year. Oh, shit. Who? Kyle, Kyle Bush. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, that's what I heard. So, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that combination, we just need to see uh, Shane Brody and Scott McLaughlin in the same cup race. All of them. All three of them. Yeah. Unfortunately, Roger Penske sucks and won't let that happen. Yeah, well, Roger needs to build a third cup car for Chicago. He won't even let Ryan Blaney run an Indy car with a team he already has. So, Sadly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, the best oval racer in Indy car won't let him come run a a single cup race. He let Montoya run a couple races in the 12 car. Yeah, like 10 years ago. Yeah, that was when Roger Penske liked to have fun. Um, that was before Blaney was full-time, so... That's also... Yeah. Not the same... Yeah. Wearing yeah. resources. Yeah. Um, yeah, besides, besides the point. Um, yeah, I I am here for the invasion from down under, as we pinned it. Um, if uh, I like the collaboration we're seeing with... V8 supercars and NASCAR, and I hope it just it continues. I think Kyle Larson obviously has to run the Bathurst 1000. I he would absolutely wreck it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Wait, what? My volume's really low. What'd you say? He said Kyle, Kyle Larson needs to run the Bathurst 1000, and I said Dude, he would absolutely wreck it. I excuse my lack of knowledge. I'm not sure how the race works, but. Kyle Larson probably wouldn't make it to the one quarter mark without doing something stupid. Yeah. Okay. I think he could win it. Look, anyway, I love Kyle Larson, but like, I think he could too. I think he could, but he wouldn't. He could do a he lot of things. Running, he would be running really good. And then he would go, Oh, Look. time for my daily Kyle Larson moment. Where's yeah. the nearest wall? Where did I, why did I bring up Kyle Larson? How does Kyle Larson get through oh, this day? <laughs> Like, I mean, like Chuck says, he has to have a daily moment. So, like, in regular life, is this on the road? Is this at home? Does he, like, fry eggs on purpose badly to just get that out of the way? Like, I'd love to know. We're going to have to talk to Kyle about that. Peter, you're going to have to ask him about in the media center for us. (laughs) Hi, I'm Peter Strada with Big Motor Small Blade. Uh, Kyle, do you (laughs) burn eggs on purpose? (laughs) He would go. He would probably go. Um, you know Sometimes. I don't normally do that. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, what? can I just say something? One one thing. This is really random. It's not on the topic of any like no, Ben, absolutely about. not. Yes, but <laughs> it's on it, the topic Chuck. of one-off cup starts. On the topic of that. Okay. If there's one car driver race combination for a one-off that makes the most perfect sense, that it will not happen because of the guy that owns the cars. What reason is there that Joseph Newgarden's not running the cup race at Iowa? Yes. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess. Is IndyCar running that weekend? As an event, as an, um. Not the same weekend with IndyCar. The man running, the man has led like 85% of the laps there over the past five years. He would, he would have four in a row right now had the right rear of his car not broken in the second race last year. Actually, that might be five in a row. Yeah, I think so. So, like, and he's he, he nobody even has a chance there. So, if Roger should really be like, all right, just just 
come over here, come run this race. I think it would be great to have more IndyCar NASCAR collaboration, just on the topic of collaborating with different countries and genres of motorsports. But it won't happen because Roger, no fun. Um, I don't know if there's a um, there's a Chevy deal with that too. Now that we think about it, probably. I think it's really also because the guy signing the check. I think the Roger Penske effect trumps that. I don't really know because, like, otherwise, why would they both do business with them in motorsport in the same yeah. country? Yeah, I, I, um, I could see no. Uh, I mean, he could run the Project Ninety One car. Yeah, honestly. Um, but getting back to topic on hand uh, before we ended, I, um, I well, forgot what the hell I was going to say. So I, I think we're good. I think. Um, <laughs> I guess I, we're done then. I, say, I will say one last thing and then I'll shut up. Um, when it comes to owners versus manufacturer deals, I think proof that it doesn't really matter and the owner trumps any of that is the fact that when Ganassi had a cup team, he was running Chevys and cup Honda's in IndyCar and Ford in endurance racing and had the option to run all Chevys and just didn't. And his guys jumped around a little too. So I think it's just whatever the guy signing the check really wants to do. It's true. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that's uh, that's it. Shane Van Gisbergen. Shane Van Goat. Shane Van Goat. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm. That was what I was going to say. I'm excited to see how the other NASCAR drivers, how receptive they are to, to Shane, how they how they treat him on the racetrack, how he treats them, how aggressive he is, how, you know, how not aggressive he is, how timid he is at the beginning. I don't think timid's in his uh, DNA, but maybe not. Yeah, timid probably wasn't the right word there. Maybe how um, calculated. Yeah, I wonder how many times it'll take some punk-ass 18-year-old in the Xfinity Series to run him over before he just starts dishing it. I don't know. Well, uh, you know, that'll be a question for Chandler Smith when it happens. Or uh, some poor soul in the ARCA race. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, if, like, William Sawawich's, like, little brother wrecks Shane Van Gisbergen in the ARCA race at Daytona. If he has a little brother, he's like, just graduating elementary school next year. I mean, they let anybody in that some bitch Arca race. That's you, Chuck. Okay. Yeah. So, Bergen, the future driver of the Silva Motorsports number 57W sprint car. That'd be cool. Hey, hell yeah. All right, cool. Cool. That's it. All right, we are seriously done. I think you're, I think all of us are, are ready for it to be done. Yeah. Um, for the year. Please stop talking. Bye.